if not their best player, he's one of their top five best players. His name is Mitch Lewis. He joins us. Mitch, thanks for your time again. Thanks, Kano. Thanks for having me on once again. Pull up all right? Yeah, first full game uh, of this year. I only played a half in the previous practice match, so there's a big difference uh, in the way the body pulls up, but uh, yeah, all well, um, ready for round one next week. It was an interesting game. You started off pretty competitive and then uh, they just walked around you. Yeah, it was. Uh, you've, you've summed it up pretty well. That's, uh, yeah, sort of how it went. Uh, we were sort of kept in it uh, in the second quarter um, through their poor goal kicking. But I thought we played um, a lot more our way, especially in that second quarter. Um, and then second half was quite disappointing. Um, sort of a strange one to play the same opposition twice leading into a season. Yeah. So um, it's hard to know if... Um, the doggies are really good or um, if we were quite poor. So um, it'll be good to play some differing opposition uh, in the early parts of the season. Had a chat to Sam Mitchell this morning on, on breakfast and he was just sort of walking around near the beach and, and reflecting. You, you could tell he was a little bit flat. Did you get that sense with him after the game or is he always reasonably upbeat? Uh, I think as a senior coach, you've got to be pretty good at... Um, you know, controlling your emotions and um, controlling what you're putting out to your playing group. So, um, yeah, uh, he was obviously disappointed uh, with our second half, especially after leading um, at half time and being in a really good position. But, um, yeah, certainly not panic stations. We're mm. uh, still very optimistic um, leading into round one. Um, a couple of key guys to come back into the side as well, which is always nice. Hey, I played with a couple of big forwards way back uh, when I played, and whenever the midfield was getting smashed, so you might lose two or three in a row, Treadray would come down and he would just absolutely lose it at the midfield and say, what, what is going on? We need a better conf, uh, contest to give our forwards a chance. Minus nine centre-bounds clearances against for the Hawks against the Dogs uh, on the weekend. Are you at the stage in your career when you can waltz up the ground after a goal's kick and give it to your midfield if they perform like that? Yeah, definitely. Um, I can do that. Uh, Luke Bruce can do that. There's a number of other guys um, that are capable of doing that. And um, it goes both ways. Uh, I don't think that us as talls were great at getting the ball to ground, um, especially, um, well, to be honest, throughout the whole game. So um, the feedback from the, mid, the mids was um, similar. We need, we need a contest down the field. And, um, yeah, when we're losing centre bounce, I'm certainly one of the first ones to go up and see what's going on. Mm. Jack Ginneman looked like he settled in pretty well. Yeah, he certainly has. Um, I think I've said uh, before, he's really impressed me with the way he's come in. Um, actually, his knowledge of the game uh, is a standout as well for a young player. So um, he's a guy already in the forward line that's speaking up, um, talking about structures, trends of the game. So um, not only his game understanding, but his performance on the weekend was really strong. What I liked about um, his performance, and it's probably the freedom that he's allowed to play with now, is sort of in the second quarter, he gets the ball in the back pocket, he switches it inside on the 45, you take it down, and he's on the end of the goal. I think it was his second goal in the second quarter. And I'm not sure he would have been allowed to play with that freedom at Collingwood where you can get right up the ground, as all your small forwards do, and then work hard to reset. Uh, tell us about the instruction to him and, and more when he plays and Bruce and Watson, because that is really exciting to watch. Yeah, it is. And there's so many guys um, with really strong running capabilities that are able to do that. Uh, Dylan Moore, as you said, is another one. And Nick Watson will continue to grow his tank to be able to do the same sort of thing. But 
they work really hard up the ground and the goal is really to lose their defender um, in transition. So, um, you know, mm. Luke Bruce is the absolute best uh, um, around getting behind his defender, getting goal side and, um, yeah, hitting the scoreboard. So Guinea, Watto, Maury, all of those guys have got a great teacher in uh, Punky as well. Do you think Watto, uh, the Wizard, will be playing round one? Um, oh, you put me on the spot there. Uh, I think he's, he's he's shown enough and he, he's going to be um, one hell of a player. Um, that'll be up to Mitch and the coaching staff. But, yep. um, yeah, I, I think he's done enough to earn a round one spot. Yeah, I mean, he's got tricks. He didn't uh, wasn't that accurate. He kicked uh, three points on the weekend, but you can see his creativity. Look, the, the size sticks out, and that was that was the only worry. How will he – will he be good enough to be able to combat that, and what does he have in his trick bag to do that? Because teams are going to come after him pretty hard, I reckon, Mitch. Yeah, I, I don't think his size is anything to worry about, to be honest. Um, if anything, it – um, plays to his benefit because he's actually so difficult to tackle. He gets so low to the mm. ground and um, he's quite strong already for a young player. Um, so when he has the ball in hand, um, his ability to move on the spot, change direction, and then if he is getting tackled, lower his centre of gravity um, to evade um, is probably one of the best we have uh, in our team already. So um, he's got his tricks, he's got speed, he's got excitement and uh, I think he's just saving the uh, major for round one. He didn't want to okay. kick a goal in front of practice match crowds, so he wants the big crowds uh, round one against Essendon. Yeah, I've got him down for 30-plus uh, this year, so I, I, I need him to save those. I think he's good for two goals a game. Uh, Mitch Lewis is with us from the Hawks this season. There is no limits on where the Hawks can go. Join the team at hawks.team forward slash SEN24. Uh, you would have seen, if you didn't see it live, you would have seen it played across social media, uh, Jimmy Webster's hit on Jai Simpkin. I won't ask you about it specifically, but as players, Mitch, are you, are you completely um, aware of what the AFL is asking you to do? And is there any grey area? Because we do keep seeing incidents like this from time to time. Yeah, I think um, as a player, you absolutely know that um, in Jimmy's case, as soon as you leave the ground... Um, you know, you're going to be in trouble if you make contact with the head. And that's clearly what happened with Jai. And, um, yeah, it was a um, sort of bad incident to see. And I hope Jai's all right. But as a player, we understand that the AFL wants to protect the head. And, um, you know, that, like as as you know as well, came, the game happened so quickly. So yeah. the split decision um, to tackle, bump, um, not to tackle... Uh, it's very difficult, but uh, yeah, we do know what the AFL is trying to do. And personally, I support um, protecting the head of the player, um, the person over the ball. So um, all around, I, I agree with the decisions being made at the moment. But yeah, as a player, um, we know what we have to do, but it is difficult at the same time. I'm not with you on it's difficult for uh, for uh, Jimmy Webster in that particular case, but nevertheless, do you think that penalties are a deterrent? Because well, we saw Jimmy yeah, Webster, definitely. we do, we saw him seven days after Power Pepper cop four weeks. He does something even worse. Yeah, and that's on the player as well. As as I just said, the the incident happened so quickly and. Um, penalties are certainly a deterrent. You can you can ask James Sicily. He he copped a few weeks last year, and um, 
you know, probably cost him a top two finish in the best and fairest. Um, so certainly a deterrent. Um, cost people Brownlow votes during the year. So um, players are going to be mindful of that. Mm. Um, what are you up to? Oh, just before that, I'm going to ask you what you're up to off the field because I need to speak about your golf game, which I hear is in, is in very good order. But uh, round one, Ben Mackay, you played in him before and what's your record like? Uh, yeah, we've actually played on each other all the way um, going back to sort of VFL days where I was playing for Box Hill and he was playing for North. So I think we've had three or four battles. Um, I'll say... Um, for both of our sakes that were around even, um, just to spice things <laughs> so up. So you got him a few. You got him, you got him a couple of times? Uh, I think he got me down in Hobart, and right. I might have had him uh, at the G. Okay. Uh, so, yeah, no, nah, very excited. Um, there was obviously um, his sort of choice uh, toward the end of his trade between Essendon and Hawthorne as well, so that'll add a little bit of spice to it as well. Mm. It's a line in the sand game, and uh, the author or, or the uh, person who applied that to football is not going to uh, be far away from joining us, Dermot Brereton, uh, all those years ago. Yeah, that, that's a, that's <laughs> going to be a cracking game, that one. But it, but it's some time away. Obviously, it's strange for the teams that aren't playing. So you're not playing till about 15 days' time on March the 16th or, or less than, than 15 days. Um, but the preparation for that and how you go about the next week or so? Yeah, so as a club... Uh, club, sorry, we've actually uh, taken this time to have a four-day break. So um, we finished up uh, doing some community stuff in Tassie yesterday, flew home uh, yesterday afternoon and have until Thursday off. So um, some guys can get away before the season starts, um, prepare themselves how they need to. Um, personally, I'll be doing a little bit of landscaping around the mm, backyard, good. trying to sort out what's going on with the grass because it is not growing um, at this stage. Um, but yeah, I'll, I'll get out on the golf course over the next couple of days um, and then, yeah, back to training on Friday, um, fresh and ready to go. How are you hitting them? Uh, yeah, quite quite well at the moment, Kane. Uh, I... I oh. I actually don't want to say too much because the boys get stuck into me so much. I I put some things on my Instagram, um, sort of road to scratch or road back to scratch, um, I call it, and I'm down to 0. 0.6, so I'm nearly there. Jeez. Wow. That's a, that's a hell of a game. Um, so have you got any ambitions uh, to get rid of uh, football and move on to the professional circuit? Turn pro. <laughs> no, nah, nah, definitely not. I've, I've been fortunate enough to play in a few pro-ams and um, – are friends with uh, multiple professional golfers, and they're they're on a different level. They're playing off plus seven, plus eight, so absolutely no chance that I could reach that standard. So we've got to monitor uh, the corn medalist from last year, Finn McGuinness. He uh, played in the back pocket for a period of time. Yeah, is he I'm travelling? Not... Is he is he going to move back into the middle and uh, knock off one of the mids, or is he going to stay defensive? Uh, I think Finn's a good one to keep under under our wraps because. Um, he is a really um, pivotal player for us and can play a strong role, um, especially going forward. But I think the good thing about Finn is he can play a role um, in any part of the ground. Uh, and we know that um, he's got the runs on the board now. He's been doing it for uh, two or three years and a um, couple of big scalps. So um, we trust him uh, in that role. And I think he's been working on his back craft as well, just playing as a pure backer. Yeah. So adding that to his... Um, 
two about as good as well. Mm, I'd be nervous if I was Zach Merritt, but we'll see whether or not he's selected. You've got a couple coming back from the injury bay, which would be nice as well. Mitch, good luck, mate. I appreciate your time. It's your, your four days off. You're preparing for round one, and it's been good of you to join us. So we appreciate it. Nah, thanks very much. Cheers, Kane. Cheers, Joe.